This is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right, P-O-D-D-Y. Hey, boys and girls. Welcome back to the Trim Healthy Podcast, also known as The Potty. I would say boys don't okay. come first. There's 17 of them. That's kind of a good call. Hey, girls and a couple guys. Uh, welcome back to The Potty, the Trim Healthy Podcast, if you will, with your hosts, Serene Pearl and... The young man. <laughs> young. Do you know what's funny, though? There will always be 17 men, even though there's probably a couple hundred listening now. I mean, yeah. it started off at, like, we counted to 17, and, and then, from that moment, yeah, it's the that's number. it. That's it's always it. just been Danny's 17 we, men. I'm cutting you off, Pearl, because I'm just so excited about the subject. I just want to get straight into it. I tell you what, we're going to talk about a subject today that is such a huge rung in the ladder on our health journey. You know, people are all about, okay, I'm going to get my diet down. Not that we're into diet, but our food lifestyle. Mm. We're going to get our sleep right. We're going to de-stress our lives. I tell you what, I reckon one of the most important, I actually would consider it the most important Mm. relationships. Mm. First of all, of course, for me, it's my relationship with God. But um, just on a broader scale, relationships in general either pull down or lift up our health more than I think, hey, I'm going out on a limb here. I just feel like somebody could be eating sprouts and quinoa yeah. all day long. And if they're just in, if they're just like toxic, yeah, just really just not a wise woman builds her house. Okay? So tearing down all the relationships around her, I just feel like, She's tearing down her body, number one. Absolutely. And Serene, you remember when we first started this party? I think we did one. You and I had had a, shall we call it a disagreement of sorts? A banger. Mm. Remember it was about how much time we were allowed to, you were going to give to this? and Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still str- pretty strong oh, yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah, but we we'd had a major, <laughs> That's you know, not back sisters, in the day. Yeah. you're going to have some arguments. And then we talked about how we have learned working together in business mm. and just being together. And as sisters, how and it is and now it's like i love you pearl but i just yeah. have to tell you <laughs> pearl you know i love you but i'm just going to tell you my mind and, yeah. and you know i love you but yeah but oh, i thought something was about to come out on on, on air and i'm like yeah, yeah. let's do this we're right gonna now. just sort of figure out how to how to be humble enough to listen to one another and to mm-hmm. hear one another but today we're not so much going to talk about you know relate sister relationships or friend relationships but the marriage relationship um Communication. Yeah, absolutely. And we've talked about, you know, the foxy mama part of it. I've done a couple of podcasts on the importance of marital intimacy. So if you haven't listened to those, I would suggest going back and listening <laughs> to really them. I really would. Don't be afraid because I tell you what. That's or be a, afraid. That is a key yeah, to if you a healthy marriage. If you haven't listened to those, you haven't listened to our podcast. Yeah. Can I they open do, up It's with funny. A, they're the most. Uh, the, they're the ones. The most listened to. Can I open up with a little <laughs> story that I that I just is so clear in my head. You may. But will not come out clear on air oh, good because one. I don't have the, the details. I heard it once and it just, it moved me. I, I might have even said it on a podcast before um, because I'm like one of those people that retell stories and people have to say, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, you yeah, told I heard me that. You told Same me here. That. Yep. Yeah, but this is just real. It really relates to the subject. I think it would be a great opener. So forgive me that I don't have the details and the name of the town and the name of the, of, of the people group and everything. Just go, Serene. There was this little township in Europe and they ate 
not very healthy food. It was like lard and all the stuff. Not that I don't think that's, not that it's the worst. But they um, lived the longest. Some people think lard's really good. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Not that I don't think it's worse. I was pr- trying yeah. to say, hey, genetically modified mayonnaise is way worse than lard. Yeah. Um, but um, they lived like longer than any other township around them. They had like the most um, longevity. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, people, they, they just, they didn't get the heart disease. Their disease counts were so much lower. And they just were a vibrant people group in this little township. And the scientists and the doctors in, uh, around Europe were trying to work out why this little township was so healthy when they didn't actually have as, as healthy a diet. And after quite a, a long period of researching this township, they realized because of their relationships were so strong, they ate together. They were a, commu- a communal ah, township. Yes. They had an incredible community and they ate together and they fellowshiped together and maybe they fought together, but they made up together. And um, they just, they were in each other's lives and they, they, it was the community and it was the, the joy of friendship and relationship that gave them these incredible health benefits that were actually more than mm. the, the like, Maybe other towns were more into kind of cool food, you know, more advanced in their their food diet ways. So, sure. so my point is, is that the most important relationship here on this earth, if we are married, is our marriage. Mm, exactly. If you're not married, you're, then there's other important relationships. But if you are married, it is the most important relationship on this earth besides from you yeah. and God. Your marriage. Yep. And I and I so I think today we should just get, you know, things that we've learned. We've certainly been through things, but we've got a you know, I'm in I'm twenty twenty odd years married, Serene's twenty odd years married, Danny's fifteen years married. We've learned a lot of things and I and if you can glean from these things, um, we want you to. Um, because as Serene said, health is more than exactly what you're eating. It is Well in relationships but- color everything you'll find if your relationships are wrong everything in life feels wrong Mm -hmm. you know if you're fussy with your spouse doesn't everything you do just just gross yeah isn't it harder just gross you're right isn't isn't your kid coming in your oatmeal's gross even yeah Yeah. your oatmeal's gross your kid coming in with a problem is just like stressing you out and not doable and it's yeah everything's a big deal yeah you know it's like everywhere you go every uh the the door is squeaking it's like the, the dang door the squeaks I mean, it's just like everything is ridiculous. But when your relationship is rosy, it's great. It's like, hey, everything is handleable. Right? Oh, when when I'm when you I'm jiving, when Lisa and I are jiving, that squeaky door is like, I get to put on the tool belt and be the man around my house. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. like projects while the family watches on and learns. And isn't this <laughs> wonderful? But if that door's squeaky and it's fuss time, yes. oh man, it's so another true. thing I got to worry about. Doesn't everyone know the stress I'm under? <laughs> it's relationships. It is. It's relationships. So let's get practical. Some of the things. Hey, let's, just, let's just start blurting out, Pearl, you, Danny, and I'll blurt out because you know I'm really good at that. Yeah. Oh, some of the things that we've learned. I was trying to say that. Thanks, little sis. <laughs> Y'all were in one accord. Yeah, we were. Hashtag Honda. <laughs> that was a, that <laughs> really was a dad really joke. I didn't even get that. Dad joke. Honda Accord. Oh, I get oh, okay, it. Okay, yeah. okay, great, great. Oh, you goodness. have to know car brands. I don't know car brands. Ah, uh, yeah. So some of mine, I think, would be. Um, this has been my hugest one in my marriage. 
to keep us happily married. I, th- I do believe this has helped. The way I speak to my husband, I'm always trying to keep a monitor. Um, you know, when, when we were first courting, I was kind. I spoke kindly. I laughed at his jokes. I treated him like the hero he was and still is to me. Mm. And then, you know, marriage happens, children happens, late nights happen, uh, struggles happen, financial stresses, mm. work, job loss, oh my goodness, health issues. And sometimes speaking kindly, um, you know, it doesn't feel as natural. I mean, you're in, you're under the gun, you're under pressure. But I've always, when I've heard myself, you know, speaking sharply or snapping at my husband, I'm always like, Pearl, would you have spoken to him? When you were courting like that, would mm. you have said that? Would you have used that tone? Mm. What but a great he, checkpoint. It, it's been my checkpoint, but isn't he worth that? Isn't he worth more now? This man that has helped you raise these children, this man that has worked two jobs, you know, allowing you to stay home when, when, you, when I had the little kids, this man that changed diapers, this man that was with me, you know, the hard times and with me when I was birthing my children. And, and even if he's not the man that changed diapers, yeah, it doesn't Maybe matter. Maybe he's not the man that does all the lists that you want him to no. do. Maybe just because he's your man. Yeah, because he's your man. And so, um, you know, I've used that as a check. I haven't, I, obviously, I haven't always been perfect at that. But I have, um, I have, I believe, used that to keep my marriage strong. And I have walked in that. And I have determined to walk in that. And it's been like, Pro, no, you don't say that to him. Because he's the man you courted, but he's more than that. He's even a better man than that. Mm. And so um, talking to him, the way I talk to my husband, just using that as a check, I believe has given us these 23 years. Not what I'm, what I don't want to say, well, it's all that I, something I've done. It's not, but I just, if if you can use it as a tip, if you can use that mm. well, in your I marriage, think- I, I would... I'd, I'd just be lovely to hand that over. I'd love to hand that over to you. No, I just want to say to you, Pearl, that somebody looking on, that you have been just such a respectful person in your voice and in your tone. And and I believe that that's why your children were so, had a beautiful idea about marriage, you know, and uh, they um, respect you because of the way you've respected their dad. Oh, thank and I think you. it's definitely come across. I think one of the things with me, the one thing that I've learned is I used to think, I love this man. He's so amazing. Uh, but I'm the closest person to him. Like God put us together and I'm his helpmeet. So that means I have to help him with all his flaws. It's <laughs> oh, like, oh, who, snap. Who else is going to be able to do this? And this is the way I'm going to honor him. So, yeah. okay, I'm going to tell him, um, yeah, your tone with the children, that was a bit rough. And, you know, just like, just fine tune him. <laughs> Until I realized he wasn't really treating me that way. And he doesn't fine tune you. No, he doesn't fine tune me. And just and so over the years, I've tried to realize it didn't help my marriage. It just kind of made things tense. But then, just recently, I've been starting to think along the lines that you know I'm a Christian, so I'm meant to be mirroring Jesus. Mm. So who is Jesus? Jesus doesn't even say he's the judge. You know, because he says, my word mm-hmm. in the end will judge them. But he says, I have not come to judge. So I'm not meant to judge my husband. And I'm also, Jesus is also not the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit, mm. right? So I realized I'm not even meant to be my husband's Holy Spirit. Mm. It was so freeing that I actually don't have to be his conscience because God already gave him one of those. I don't have to be his Holy Spirit whispering in his <laughs> ear what he should be doing. And I don't have to be his judge. And all of a sudden, I'm like three things that I can take off my to-do list. 
and our marriage in the last year, like I've been slowly working it up, but I actually yeah. realize it now as a revelation. Mm. I don't have to be as conscious as Holy Spirit or as judge, and I'm so excited. Oh, wow. I, I just get to be you, yeah. his friend. Wow. And I've seen your joy yeah. in that explode. Yeah, because I used to think, I love him. He's great, but I need to tell him that he really didn't read his Bible this morning. So, how, <laughs> how many years have you been married again? 20. So 20. And now now that's of note right there that you said it, it's really exploded in the last yes, year. Yes, it's exploded. And that's, that's really a plug for long, lifelong marriage commitments. Because you don't get to these levels of success until sometimes year 20. So true, Jenny. And like I said, I realized it maybe 10 years ago, but I realized that it just didn't work, but I I still thought it might be my job. (laughs) So I used to go, oh, don't worry. Um, uh, Can I? No, 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 don't worry. Like I'd go to try and tell him and then I'd always pull back, but it was always on the tip of my tongue to try and tell him what he should be doing. Yeah. But hey, now and it's if like, it wasn't on the tip of your tongue, it was a look in your eye probably, Yeah, right? <laughs> so he, he felt the little bit of whatever. But now I'm like, oh my goodness, it's not my job. He's just so perfect the way he is. So I just wake up now mm. just to love him. That's how I'm has helped me. I'm and not- perfectly imperfect. Yes. I mean, yeah, I mean... What, what, let's keep going, Danny, yours, and we'll do mine. And we'll Can do I say one thing again? really quick? Yeah. It's about to be Danny's turn. But I had to realize too, just earlier on before it was a revelation, that if my husband was a little bit rougher in tone to the children or even to me, not, not, no, he's, he's so not a tempered man. He's just a lovely gentleman. But, you know, if he said things like, um, everybody get the groceries from the car, I'd be like, Darling, can't you say, hey, everybody go and help? Like, you know, like, well, I had to realize he's a man of testosterone, not yeah, of estrogen. You wanted to womanize he's him. He's going to speak it a lot more different than a woman. So, you know, if that can help any woman out there, yeah. you know, let him let him have his testosterone. And, and if he's telling the boys to shape up, it's going to be with testosterone, not with estrogen. So, yeah. that, that's something it, exactly on point that will help a lot of women because, um, that's something my wife and I have talked about all the time is is my heart is not upset. I'm not angry. I talk differently than you talk. Yeah. I'm a man. I'm raising young men. And when I bark an order to your ears, know that I am simply telling a child what to do in the most peaceful you know, it's like we can go. I mean, our men are able to get insanely aggressive and violent. Y'all haven't seen that. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? And and that's a talk of my wife and I have had a lot. Is she's like, you're kind of flipping out, and I'm like, no, I'm just asking him to get the groceries out of the car. But I don't feel like I'm flipping out. I- it's so true. My husband is like, I'm like getting the, you know, I'll I'll get out of the car. He'll see me, and he's sitting there, and I'll be I'll get in some groceries, and then Charlie's like, I hear him. Boys! Like yeah, he yeah. hates to see that I'm getting the first groceries oh, out of the car. My wife shall not touch a bag. <laughs> no, sir. He's like, my boys are like running out there. Oh, if my wife is like doing anything, I'm like, where are your children? That's when I would think I had to be the Holy Spirit and go start to say, you shouldn't be really doing that. Don't you think that, you know, but that's not our job. And also men are men. Yeah. And, and of like course men. we're not condoning like violence on children. We're just saying... <laughs> Let your man be a man. Well, like Danny said, you ain't seen nothing. Well, some women have seen things. Yeah, we're not sad. talking about that. We're yeah, not talking man, about that. Man, but man, his man. point being is yeah. a man speaking like a man is not, you know, men are made for war. Yeah. So if they're yeah. just asking so for the So what's your thing, Dan? That was sort of coattailing on Serene's. What's your thing? What are you bringing? What's your tip? Uh, well. <clears throat> are you um, talking the man or the woman? You're allowed to do both. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, there's such, there's so much. We could do every podcast on this topic, I think, because- 
the relationship between spouses is the final frontier. It colors everything. Um, you made a, a great point about just something small, like just talking respectfully and kindly. Um, you know, that's important because as men, everything we do is for our wife and kids. L- literally, everything I do, everywhere I go, the money I make, the work I do, it's literally trying to make them have an awesome, amazing life. That's really my heart. That's all I want is them to just be like, man, life, this earth is awesome. And it's thanks to dad. So, you know, that kind tone from my wife is so helpful. It makes me feel that even if she's frustrated when she comes very slowly and not reacting emotionally and just just being really like assuming that I've that I'm really on the right path and that my heart's good in this and that what I'm doing is great assuming that first and then letting me surprise you that I'm actually psycho and evil. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? That I'm angry with the, or whatever it is, right? It's, it's that. So assumption. you want her to have that assumption that yeah. your, your life is poured out for the family. Yeah, I just, just think that's yeah. beautiful. And I think it's bingo and I'm not in, interrupting for long, but just about 10 seconds. Cause I really feel like that is a key point because sometimes I'll think, you know what? He's been working hours. I just need a little bit of time for for me and the children and him to come and but don't you think I have to realize and you've just really reiterated that to me Danny that that work those work hours are being poured out for us the reason why yeah. you're doing it is yeah. for us and if we can only if us women can only get that around our head that they're not that their work time is not like their playtime they're doing right. that to yeah. pour out and that's a beautiful sacrifice and in fact and, yeah if I if if I was uh if suddenly millions and millions of dollars came into my lap, you know, men are like, hey, what do you do for work? Man, I'm passionate about this. No, you're passionate about buying food. Okay. Because if you had millions and millions of dollars, you'd be chilling at home. <laughs> you'd be on vacation. You'd be out at the poolside. You know, um, sure, we're passionate about work and the things we do, but it's very much fueled by our love for our families. Your nine to five is your love for your family. It really is. And so we physically look like we're gone, but we're not gone in heart because everything we're doing mm. is is very home-centered. And that is a difficult thing um, to just, because when you're, I mean, my wife, she's put in 15 years of the same, like my work changes every day. I mean, I, every podcast even is a new topic. It's a new, it's new. Um, what she does is not new. It, she's she's doing the same thing day in and day out, and that's not lost on me. And I know for many of your husbands, that's that's not lost on them. They know that they men have a hard time uh, communicating that appreciation, um, but it's not lost on them. They're, they 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 see that. Um, I I would say a tip for men hmm. is what I would bring today. And what is that? Um, you already gave a tip to a woman, and that uh, I liked it. I liked it. And some women are working too. A lot of our women that are listening. I know. Even as too. I said it, I thought, oh, how does this apply to the working ladies? You know, and it t- totally does. It but does. there's a whole other dynamic yes. of things to speak into. That that's a whole podcast on its own. Um, <clears throat> but you know, for the 17 men, <laughs> um, we we need to hear this every month. I, in fact, if there could be a new app that sends you a notification yeah. that just says, listen to your wife. Right. <laughs> here's, here's what I've learned um, in year 14 out of 15 is that, and I know you guys know this, but the solution is listening. It is 
listening, even when the problem is with you, even when they're fussy at you, that you don't interrupt with apologies or anything because the solution is hearing her out, hearing her heart, where she's at, why she got there. And it's going to be till two in the morning sometimes, like it was for me a couple times last week. (laughs) And it's just what it is. That is called a relationship. That's called a long-term relationship. You're exhausted and you're still listening and it seems ridiculous and unreasonable and emotional but man, it's so real for her. And I find that when I listen, all I just listen and just like, yeah, is it the right shoulder I can rub while you talk or the left? We're both okay. <laughs> when you do that and you, and even if you don't feel it, you become an actor and you become the great, amazing husband, you know, man, oh man, all the things you want. And you're you not want. acting to pretend, you're acting no, no. to become real. Mm. Like That's you're it. saying, what if I could? You're saying, hey, if I, I'm, she just sounds like she's like an emotional roller coaster mess and it's insane to me, but yes. hey, I'm just going to pretend to understand. But as you're there, you begin to understand. You That's do. what you're saying. But you're right? being the man that she needs you to be. Yeah. Because in our flesh, we don't, we're selfish. In our flesh, we don't got time for other people. You know, we want, just want me, 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 me. But you're like, what if I could not be me? What if I could be for her? Absolutely. And I also find there's times that I have to take on the role of almost um, to to call my wife up in strength um, when when she's doing things or thinking certain ways that are harmful to her. Yeah. There is a time to, after a good, well-listen to say, I hear you and I understand, but now I call you up into I, this I love that, strong Danny. place. Absolutely. And I encourage the woman out there that listening. Yeah. Then to the, let him? Then, then, the, reiter- then yeah. the, the change around, then the listening, because it's been so huge in my life too, where you know I used to have these crazy panic attacks. And I'd be like, get out of my way. Stop barring the door. I'm dying. Take me to the hospital. And he'd, you know, he'd listen to all my rant, but then he'd be like, baby. You're not dying. There is nothing yeah. wrong with you. I am not taking you to the hospital. Take a deep breath. But, you know, then that's that point of listening to him and ga- gaining strength from his reality that's oftentimes And I'm going to say this. 99% of the time, the lady goes first. That's just the way it is. Well, you may not like it. First, right? es- yeah, testosterone fixes problems, but estrogen cuddles first. Mm. And I, I learned that from Serena Pearl. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you're listening to The Party with Serene and Pearl, and I'm Pearl, and who are you? <laughs> Serene. <laughs> but here's the thing that I've learned. I, another of my tips were, would be I used to be the world's um, best. Like I could have got a gold medal for a silent treatment and said nothing's wrong. <laughs> gold medal. When something was wrong. Oh, that's good. And I, I think I, I was really good at that for the first 10 years of my marriage. I, mean, I was good. And my husband, he's not a talk, He's not much of a talker to this day. We, ha- we have such a beautiful, deep relationship. And, and how many years married? It, it'll be 24 mm. in next anniversary coming up in, in uh, five months. But um, we've developed this. Now he is sort of a talk, but it's just, he talks to me. He just, he loves to talk to me, but he didn't start out as much of a talker. And so when things would, he, he would, you know, do things, I think that would hurt me. And um, I would clam up. I would just like, well, he better figure it out. He better <laughs> figure it out because I'm not, he should know what he did wrong. Uh-huh. And, um, and then he's like, what's wrong? And I would say, nothing. 
you know, and so time would go on and he'd go about his day. I guess nothing's wrong. But then he'd come home that night and he's like, what's wrong? Nothing. You know, <laughs> yeah, the nothing gets a bit of a stern, yes, tone to it. and and the nothing could go on for you know two or three days. It was ridiculous. It was really toxic. It was just something I practiced. It was something I got really good at because I wanted him to figure it out, and I wanted him to hurt like I was hurting. Mm. You know, if I'm silent, if I'm just giving him the cold shoulder, if I'm not being affectionate, he's gonna feel it, and he'll know a little bit of what I'm feeling, and then he'll understand you more. Yeah, yeah, but. He got better at realizing nothing meant something, okay? <laughs> so he got better at sitting me down and it's like, no, come on, I can tell something's wrong. Let's talk it out. He got better. But I'm telling you, I had to really lay down that nothing in that silent treatment business because it you mean was- give it up. Yeah, and I, I still, as my my inclination is to still sometimes want to go there if I feel like he did something stupid. But I'm so much thank the Lord better at just telling him what what's wrong without being you know nasty about it. Hey, you did this because it hurt men me. are from Mars and women from Venus, and they yeah. really don't get the woman brain half the yeah. time. So the they know. And he's like, well, 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 they're not going to get the hint. Yeah, he's like, well, I didn't mean it like that. Well, I, and I'm like, but no, it felt like this to me when you said that. And but it's so gets. Resolve so much quicker now. We, I have so much less toxicity in my body because mm-hmm. I just tell him, and he's so okay then to sort it out. But oh. man, I was good. I spent so many years doing silent, stupid, o- silent, nothing treatments. Those octane pings that run through your cells yeah. all day when you're like poisoning your body with, meh, 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 he should have thought that and he should have known yeah. that. I tell you what, that's worse than McDonald's. It is. It's toxic for your body. It's toxic for your brain, and all the thought and the thoughts keep going, and then you have these conversations with them in your oh, head that never happen. The conversations oh, with your head, showers that never and, happen. You could have like a billion conversations when you're in the you- shower and washing your hair, and it's like <laughs> I can't. But if I just keep silent for a while longer, he's gonna come to me, and he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna rescue me. Oh, if we could it, see it, yeah. like from the outside, would think insanity, insanity. <laughs> pure insanity. Yeah. <laughs> hey, are, are, am, am I allowed to uh, reference a? A, a relationship book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? it I, th- I think it's, uh, I forgot all about it until this past week when I went, oh, that's happening right now in my house. And oh yeah, I'm so glad I knew this. Um, you don't have to buy the book. It, um, you can probably just Google this idea, The Five Love Languages. Oh no, it's a great book. Hey? Man, if you haven't read The Five Love Languages, or if you're not at least aware of the concept. Of I think the five most lo- women have read it though. Okay. I don't know. But, but, but you know what? I've read it too, but I forget about it. I yeah. forget that, oh yeah, I uh, communicate and receive love differently than she does if, in her mm-hmm. style. And so it, that idea helps so many misunderstandings. Yes, it does. Yeah, it really so, does. Yeah. I read that book and I really got into it. My husband's like, eh. So we're going I, through one. He, he refuses to read all <laughs> books, but. Yeah. Well, he he says he speaks all love languages, but um, he's definitely he thinks he does. But he's definitely learned because mine is words, yeah, and oh, okay. his is so not words. Yeah. But he's definitely learned. He's learned the to talk. And, yeah, yeah, absolutely has. So people yeah. can change. That's what we're talking. So we're about. going through one more round. That was your second, and then just quickly, y- I've got one turn. really quickie. It's not deep at all. This is just a quickie, and then Danny, you go for the lasty. But um, I would just like to say that. It's different for everybody, but it's almost like what Pearl was saying, how the way she talked to her husband at first, mm. that's her checkpoint now for like, would I would I have talked to him like this mm. 20-something years ago? And that's kind of her pull me up, like, you know what? I've regressed. Well, mine is, you know, 
the way I look when he comes home from work. Oh, now, it doesn't right. have to be makeup if you're not a makeup person or if your husband doesn't like makeup, but it doesn't have to be anything there. But the things that you did to honor him or catch him or woo mm. him, or I feel like that could be something that you don't want to let completely go away. Like to me, I'm like, okay, so I would, if I knew that he was going to come and visit me in the afternoon, I would not be like, if I was a daycare person, I would not have the spew on me of like the daycare. I would not be like wearing the ratty tats that the children have been pulling on all day. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd clean up. I'd go home and clean up before he'd come to visit. So now I'm thinking, okay, so I've been around children all day. I want to just like clean up. And, you know, I like to wear a bit of makeup. So I put a little bit of lip gloss on, a little bit of blush and yeah. do my hair and put something a little, a little fresh. And I feel like sometimes I can't be bothered. I'm like, why am I going to do this? Because... You know, he comes home so late. An hour later, I'll be taking a shower and yeah. washing the whole thing off. But I think, no, I'm going to honor him with that. It's because he's worth it and because it's a way of honoring him. Because if way back 20 years ago, if he was going to take me on a date and I was only going to see him for an hour, I'd be putting on the whole stinking makeup face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So now if I can just put on a blush and a little bit of lip gloss, I'm like, he is so worth that. Yeah. It's worth the only you know the hour saying? that it's, it's going to keep It's saying I respect on. you, I care. Mm-hmm. That's what it's saying. Because you You're know what? You're worth that. When you You're go, worth me taking five minutes. When you go out to errands or out into the public, you put on, maybe you're not a makeup person, but you'll put on a fresh shirt yeah. or you'll, you'll just like brush the hair real quick. But sometimes when we're just around somebody, we get so comfortable. We're like, well, you know, you're used to seeing me as soon as I get up yeah. with my morning breath. And it's like, you better love me at, your, at my worst. You better love me at my worst. And yeah. yes, they're going to, uh, men, uh, you know, uh, my husband's amazing. He loves me when I look Gross. He just does because he is this, you know, unconditional love. But isn't he worth it? I yeah. agree with you, Serene. Yeah. So it's something I've always tried to do. I always, you know, the children laugh at me because my husband likes my hair down. He likes long yeah. hair. So whenever I hear his car on the, 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 we have like a gravel driveway, I can hear the tracks of the car. They'll think it's so funny because down comes the big bobby pin holding yeah. the thing up in a sergeant mum bun yeah. and I'm fluffing my hair out and, and trying to just make myself look feminine for him. It's cute. I love it. I, I, I've seen you do that <laughs> so many times when I'm at your house and we're working on THM. Down comes the hair when Sam's truck's coming in. <laughs> Danny, Danny, you're you up. Your second point to close <clears throat> the potty. Yeah, so another cool concept I heard on, uh, I was on the radio, it must have been at least 20, 25 years ago. But I so remember this and it has been so true. It was called the crazy cycle. And the idea is that in relationships, you can get on the crazy cycle. And what that is, is let's say the husband says uh, something that seems untender to you. You react by withholding love. Mm Mm-hmm. Respect, rather. Sorry. You react by withholding respect and and, uh, pulling back and drawing in and being kind of fuss pants, which makes... So now he feels disrespected, which makes him react by withholding tenderness and love, which makes you react by withholding respect, which makes him react by withholding tenderness and love, which makes you react. Okay? So, so, So I would... So the crazy cycle's real. Picture it like a clock, like at, mm-hmm. at 12 o'clock, he says something that you perceive as untender or unkind, or he stepped on your toes in some way. And then picture going around the clock at the, at the, at the 15, at the 30, at the 45. That's, that's the crazy cycle, reacting yeah. and withholding, reacting and withholding. 
So if, so if you're just aware of that, you can break that. You can yeah. go, you know what? I'm being fuss pants because I felt like he was untender. And then yeah. he can go, you know what? I'm being fuss pants because I felt like she wasn't showing me the respect I've, yeah. I feel like I oh, wanted. Oh, I've, I've totally been in that crazy cycle. The crazy before. cycle. And you can okay. go on it for years. Yeah. Oh, you do. And oh, yeah. I've, listen, I've got one. Well, I'm going to make it oh, so quick. Good, we got to yeah, go. It. And now I, I love the, a crazy cycle. I've had to do it and I've had to break it, Danny. And it's just good. Break, just break it you, out loud. You break loud it too. and it's hard. Just you, scream crazy psycho. Yeah, because, but you know what? You have to, it's it's humility. A lot of time in the crazy oh, cycle, it's so like, but I have the upper hand. I have the hand here. <laughs> yes. If I if I break it, that sort of means that he, you know, I, I don't have the hand. And I, I have to have to let go of my precious yeah, thoughts that I kept to like thoughts. insanely They're, wash my hair with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my here's my one thing: the way you look at your spouse, and it's Ooh. and it's yes. it's the way you perceive him. You know. So good. This is funny. I was if at. The, I is uh, evil. Yeah. Your whole body will be full of darkness. Sorry, go ahead. You know, I was at the grocery store the other day. I'll say this about my husband. Some people would call him controlling. I don't, right? I usually do the groceries by myself and I'm fine and it all gets home. But when he goes grocery shopping with me, he likes to come whenever he can because it's just like spending time with me. He has this way of putting things in the cart. I'll put the eggs in the cart. I'll put the bread. I'll just do things and it haphazard matter. And then he'll change it all around. So then when I go to put check out, I just put it all on the thing and, it, you know, it gets into the cart. Somehow it gets home. But no, he has to put all the frozen together and he has to put all the fresh produce together. And so it, the other day he was like, oh, what, what are you doing? Put, don't put that in. He was right, quite, you know, snappy about it. And I thought to myself, I could either get sort of mad here or I could think you are the cutest thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to let you do that, Mr. Control Freak. And I'm going to read a magazine right here. Look at this prevention magazine. Let me see. Oh, you want to do the work? You do it. So I was reading the prevention magazine and he looked up at me and he sort of smiled so cutely like, yes, I'm a bit OCD, but hey, we're having a good time, right? And I looked wow. him over and instead of like, oh, man, you're controlling. I was like, you are so cute. So so because of because of how you saw him you choose you chose to see it differently i chose to see him as the cutest caring controlling guy yes it's controlling but it's not harmful he oh. just likes the groceries and it's not, in a and it's not personal that make it's not people personal beautiful. it's quirky isn't it the quirks that make people beautiful it makes them one of a kind hey, and, and i'm quirky and he, and he totally forgives me for it i've got a freaks. i've got a quickie i've got to just say it. i've just got to say it when you said the way you look at your husband i thought you were going in a different like vain. Oh, okay. So let me say this too, because the way you look at your husband makes, I think, makes you beautiful mm. to them. Yes. Uh, with no makeup, makeup or whatever, because um, I have this beautiful daughter, Sila. She's my oldest daughter, mm. and um, and she was at church the other day, and she actually has just moved to town. They were living away, so a lot She's of people, married, yes. yeah, didn't see her for a while. But um, some of the church members said, oh. I just love to look at your beautiful daughter and just the way she looks at her husband. It wasn't like, I love to look at your beautiful daughter and her lovely skin and, and the dress that she was wearing. And of course, she does have lovely skin and, and, and she's beautiful. But their comment was, and the way she looks at her husband, mm. that's what made her so beautiful yes. to the onlooker. She does. She does and, look at and, him. And so my point is, is you may not think you're a movie star. You, you may very well be, but, but mm. the way you look at your husband makes you absolutely beautiful because he longs for respect mm. and, and he longs to be honored. And, and it's just, I, you see it so often where, it, where husbands and wives are looking at each other and it's this kind of like disdain. Yeah. It's sad. It is, but it's easy to do. Yeah. 
And, and, and it's actually the thing that you, after a while, you have to change, you have to break that. And you're like, no, I'm going to look at my husband with respect, with honor and with like, he's, this, he's so cool. And all this for sure affects your health. Absolutely. Bring it full circle. Full Dan. circle. Closure. Thanks, Dan. Hey, mamas. Do you have a question for Serene and Pearl? Send your email to support at trimhealthymama.com. It's Q&A time. I got one for, uh, from Susan for you. Uh, she says, hi, I have a question for Serene. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry Pearl. Oh, so I'm to butt out of it or yeah, something? Yeah, if you'd stay out, that'd oh, be great. Okay. Well, you um, might butt in, Pearl, because you always help me answer my questions. Usually the questions of a Serene and not me hurts it's interesting. me deep down in my soul, but go That's ahead. That's not true, Pearl. Go ahead. Those hormone questions. Well, this I one will make sense. Them. This one will make sense why it's for Serene. You were on a raw food diet for years, and you've told us the negative side of it. But do you think there was any value in it at all? Yes. I do. I think there's incredible value to raw, healthy foods. This is my point. I do not believe there is any value to being extreme and only doing plant raw food. I believe, yes, juice, raw greens, I, you know, a cucumber, a celery base or whatever. I believe, yes. But you don't juice currently. No. Well, I do right now because I've got heaps of kale in my garden. I'm oh. going to do something. So I have a kale shot yeah. every morning. But no, but I, you know, she's saying, is there any merit? Yeah, of course there's merit to some green juice. Of course there's merit to some yummy raw salads. Of course there's merit to having some raw nuts and seeds and some sprouted things. But guess what? There is not merit. When you eat it just a plant raw diet, it's imbalanced for these reasons. What are you going to fill your plate up with, right? So you've got to have protein. You got to, or you just, and that was one of the things I had sarcopenia. I had muscle wasting because I didn't have enough protein. When I tried to get enough protein, I was overdoing the nuts and that really was overdoing the calories. And I put it on, not in my arms and legs because that was emaciated where I needed muscle, but there was this kind of a little bit of a poochie going. It was the only time I've ever seen you have a belly. Yeah, exactly. And because there was um, unbalanced sugar, like I had raging sugar issues because of all the dates, because what are you going to fill up on, right? So I would make like date nut rolls and date nut bars and date nut squares. And, you know, um, the meat was made out of, Nut pâtés, right? That was my protein. Or nut burger patties that I'd stick on my salad. So, yes, there is merit. But there's merit when you put it in the big full picture of, you know, hopefully either fish or or, uh, other forms of clean meats and um, wonderful ancient grains and fruits and berries and beans and, and just a balanced diet. I hope that answered your question. So it was a piece of the puzzle, though, it? was wasn't a piece it? of the puzzle. Because I don't down any of those wonderful foods. I just ate them out of balance. Trim Healthy Mama, product news and notes. Hey, let's talk about the new flavoured ways. I can't keep it in my house. Yeah, because your children are are using... My children too. I want to say it's crack to them. Pearl said that's not holy. No, it's not not nice to use the word crack on a... It's a modern term for it's addictive and wonderful. You know my children aren't on drugs, Pearl. (laughs) I know. Okay, this, so we got strawberry. It took us so long to get these out. People were asking, can you put some flavor in your way? Like forever. And we have strawberry and chocolate. They rock. They're so delicious. Because we would work with the flavor artistry company. Yes. And we'd be like, nah. Nuts. No, that Sending tastes it back back because that tastes like a diet milkshake. No. Yeah, it always tastes like there's like a bitter edge with like synthetic vitamin taste, right? The key was in the end, we had to stick a bit of our mineral salt into it. Yes. You know that to balance out the sweet and give it that full rounded flavor profile. I actually never knew why the salt was there. Yes. Oh, it changes everything. So you, you're, you're, which one are you, you lying? Because you said you were like downing this flavored way. Oh no, the 
chocolate way is like childhood chocolate milk. And, and, yeah. and, and strawberry way is amazing too. And the smell of it, I could mm. just sniff it from the bag. No, but this is the thing. Like if you're snuff. a chocolate milk lover and, and I am, it's so, it's, it just makes your life so easy because yeah. just like one glass of almond milk or hey, if you like you and you have a high metabolism or growing children, you could do real milk. Whole milk. My children do it with whole milk. I, I do. I personally do coconut milk. Yeah. Coconut milk way. is great. And then I do half a scoop and it's about sweet, right, you, the right sweetness You know why Pearl loves chocolate milk? And she can do it the right net way now with, with our chocolate way in unsweetened almond milk. Because when I was little, yeah. I'm taller than her, as you as you can see, and I have a larger face and I'm just a little bit shrecky around her, I would, right? I would never you have You are not shrecky. When, when, when I was little, I had an issue with being younger and bigger. So I used to try and feed her up chocolate milk. So I would be bigger her than her. You were trying to so sabotage say, hey, her Pearl, face. Oh, yeah. I can see that you are tired after a hard day of homework. Would you like me to make you a chocolate milk? I always offer chocolate milk on tap. And I, I was really always got making addicted chocolate. to it. I'm sorry, I'm too busy distracted. I'm measuring your faces. Yeah, it's it's longer and she bigger. She won't put her right. face next to mine in the mirror because she's- Just look at the book, people. <laughs> My face looks like it's five of pearls. It doesn't. I don't see it. But anyway, okay, so what were we saying? We were talking about- oh, I've come okay. to about it though. Here's I feel what, settled about it though. Okay. Here's settled. what you do. Like any meal, like an e-meal, like an energizing meal where you're including carbs and not having a bunch of fat, I find that I can still be a tad hungry. Like you don't feel satisfied sometimes. Like you're like, oh, I still want to eat. You want your pacifier. Yeah, but when I include the, the chocolate milk, I'm just, I'm done. I'm, I'm like- Oh, someone just put me to bed and wrapped me up in a blankie oh, and I'm good. And put the yeah, passy in your mouth. Sure. You've yeah. got to say yes to my thought. <laughs> to your it's a good thought. It's not a good analogy. Hey, for, for me, it's, yes. a, it's an easy, like a, like a man thing. Like I don't, I don't want to cook and prepare and mm. do stuff, but I want to fly out the door. I just throw down that chocolate whey into some coconut milk. Do you know what done. it is? Yeah. That's good, Jenny. My teenage and, boys and like it too. That's yeah. the reason why I like it, yeah, for my children, because sometimes I'm like, where is your protein in that yeah. crazy meal? Mm. Okay, quick, grab some whey. What I do? It's the ease. Jim,